Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Entertainment Exchange. Today is Friday. You all right? <laughs> yeah. You good? I saw our first question, and I just couldn't oh, contain yeah, yeah, yeah. my excitement, dude. <laughs> Today is Friday. Yeah. Friday means the time for the exchange. The exchange. My name is David Johnson. Across from me is my co-host, Wayne Hattrick, Wizzy Webb. And The Exchange is a segment of the week where you guys submit questions to us. You're just thinking about all the good I'm stuff. I'm thinking about all of them, man. Um, oh, goodness. <laughs> the Exchange is a segment of the week where you guys submit questions to us about anything. Serious, funny, goofy, silly, whatever you want. And you can send them to us on Twitter using the hashtag AskEX. It's Twitter. On Twitter and Instagram. On Facebook, leave us a note on our Facebook page with the hashtag AskEX. If you want to type a comment on our YouTube page, EX Does Entertainment. Just type in the comments in any one of the videos. We got three questions today. Tres. Tres. Question number one. The Office premiered 14 years ago this week. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I feel old. What is your favorite memory from The Office? It's hard Damn. to do one, so I probably had like three. The first thing that popped into my head. What's the first <laughs> thing that popped into your head for The was Office? When, was when Kevin dropped the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> when he dropped the chili... <laughs> My pot of Kevin's <laughs> famous chili. It's the one thing I do. <laughs> that was as soon as I read that question, it was the first Yo, thing that popped well, into my head. He went, oh. <laughs> Everything oh, he did was why say lot word when few word do well, trick. When few word do trick. He had to like use the binders to score. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yo, so I'm crying, dude. <laughs> so for me. A lot of it is the is in the first like four seasons. Uh, most of it, first four is probably to me the first four seasons of The Office. Like is some of the best tel- like written television ever. Like Toby, why are you, you the, the way, way that, that you, you are? are? Everything I try, every time I try and do something fun, you make it not that way. I hate everything so about, much about the way you choose who you choose to be. <laughs> to be. If I had a gun and <laughs> Hitler, Bin Laden, and Toby, that's that's going on the list. Uh, I shoot Toby twice. <laughs> that's going on the list. <laughs> I forgot. And then and then they lined him. How would you do it? Boom! One shot through the throat. <laughs> like it was. That's go, that's going on there. You know what else? When Toby comes back, the, no God, please, no God, no. please, no. <laughs> Okay, so I it's, am crying. It, it's, it's I am that crying. it's a Hitler, Toby, Bin Laden. Cause that just, <laughs> I remember watching it and I like spit out my like it threw me for a loop. Um, oh Andy punching a hole in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> it still, <sighs> it's pretty freaking <laughs> unfunny. Like I wasn't expecting that. I thought he was just gonna throw some. <laughs> That's on the list. Every time Jim stared at the camera because something weird was going on, I, I, I was cracking up, bro. Um, Andy, Andy was great. Uh, I, I think my the one that's tied for me, it's a tie between the entire dinner party episode. Oh, my gosh. When he's like, at the door. <laughs> you know how? <laughs> that is a $200 plasma screen TV. 
Where she broke the... He's like screaming his voice. No. He's talking about the surgeries at the door. (laughs) Do you know the physical... Dude, hold up. Hold up. The three Bro, my stomach... Ladies and gentlemen, the office is pure joy. Oh, oh man. <laughs> the, the physical. <laughs> okay, and then the second, the one that. Be- I just got a six pack. Hold on. <laughs> the one that was tied with that one for me oh. is probably. Oh, gosh. It's. I think it's season. I told you it's going to be hot now. I think the one that ties it for me is probably C in earlier seasons. <laughs> My, earlier seasons, Michael said some off the wall stuff, and I think it was it's the it's the basketball episode. Oh my gosh! Be, that whole that whole episode is tied to the dinner party because over oh. the diversity day one because the diversity yeah, day one diversity was, funny. was pretty funny. This one was funnier to me because uh, um, when <laughs> when when Phyllis said she's like I can chill lead, and Michael's like oh yuck that's worse than you play. And she stared at him. He was like, uh, because you're going to be on the team. Blessed are those who sit and wait. Suit up. And he was like, I guess I can help. I will use you come baseball season, Oscar. And I'm like, Yo, my brain couldn't comprehend what was happening. And so he picked, he's like, uh, Stanley, of course. Uh, why, of course? It's like, uh, I didn't hear. I didn't hear the fact that I said that. Me, of course, I heard it that time. <laughs> like, there was just so much. Uh, uh, <coughs> dude, that show. And then Stanley's like, what? <laughs> Stanley, are you kidding? <laughs> talk about a show that was literally at the perfect timing. Oh, my gosh. You talk about shows being ahead of their time. Or oh like my maybe if you would have made this show a little bit oh, earlier. Yeah. This show hit the jackpot I as far all as the timing. Time. I'm like, some of you guys didn't watch The Office. When it was like on, and so it you shows. guys watch The Office now, and yeah. you're like, "Oh, that's offensive." That's offensive. you didn't yeah, watch yeah. it when it, you know what I'm saying? Because back then we weren't having all these conversations, <laughs> man. But back, I'm like, I like it because Michael literally does show. He like will come at anybody. Yeah. <laughs> he's like Oscar, the, you're boom, gay, boom, <laughs> roasted. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Jim, you're six foot four and 120 pounds. Gumby has a better body than you. <laughs> boom, roasted. Angela, I didn't see you behind that grain of rice. <laughs> Coming at everybody. <laughs> <coughs> it was like, Andy, oh you gosh. suck. And you're gayer than Oscar. <laughs> and he had that like, uh. <laughs> like, he came you, for everyone's you that, neck. You say that now and everybody's like, yeah, um, exactly. oh my gosh, I'm offended. Oh, Lord. Which, yeah, but you, back then. That's like, your right to be offended. That's fine. Oh, my goodness. Back then, dude. <laughs> uh, you ever watch the, the bloopers for the dinner party episode? episode? I don't think so. No. <laughs> They can't stop laughing because it's when uh my <laughs> when he has his plasma screen and he goes and it goes poop right into the wall <laughs> when it only just hits the wall. <laughs> it's like I finally broke down a <laughs> and it's like three inch. <laughs> he starts talking and Jim like <laughs> like he loses it. I gotta show it to you later. It's <clears throat> it's phenomenal. Huh. Okay, good question. 
Mm. Next one. If you could pick one movie character to go on a week-long vacation with, who would you choose? Whoa, 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 whoa. <clears throat> one movie character. Week-long vacation. <clears throat> Doesn't matter. Superhero, not superhero. Horror, any movie character. Any movie character, not the actor or actress that played yeah, them. The character, the character, the character, that character they not you know. Any movie character, you could go on a week long vacation. <clears throat> Who would you go with, dude? That's a good question. I know. Who would you go with? First thing came to mind was Doctor Strange, just because we could literally go anywhere, yeah, anything, yeah, and do it. You know what I'm saying? Do we want go to any dimension? Go, to, go back, do it again. You know what I'm saying? Reverse time. You know, and so. Ooh, that's a hard question, though. Oh, I wouldn't God. want to do Deadpool. My cheeks hurt, dude. <laughs> my face, my face is like, oh my! God. I think that's the most I've laughed on this podcast ever. Maybe I, I want. Maybe uh, well, no. I was about to say, what about for Will Ferrell and Step Brothers? But I'm like, no, he getting so much trouble. Yeah, he would like he would, yeah. he would get arrested. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be horrible. Prestige worldwide, dog. Prestige worldwide. <laughs> Who would I want to, dude? Coach Boone. Okay, Coach Boone. Okay, talk about football. But I, I you know what? I, Will Ferrell's character in the other guys. Oh my gosh! It's nine fifteen. Everyone, let's have a great Part of me is like, you know, get don't play that female body inspector. Yeah. Get out of town. <laughs> like I feel like I would have to turn into Mark Wall. Shut up! <laughs> like it would be I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. It'd be funny. I part of me thinks uh uh Jason Bateman in Ozark. Yo. It's not a movie, but yeah, he but could, he could get he could do anything. He could literally talk himself out of any situation. Yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let's talk about this. Yeah, let's talk about like, this. Hold on, hold on. Put the gun down. Yeah. Are you sit like I'm like? What are you doing? Are you well, stupid? Part of me, I'm like, he's got a gun at you, you idiot. <laughs> but he can like stop I love talking. Jason let him Bateman. kill you, Jason Bateman, man. Uh, I want to. Oh I want to do. I want to do Ben Stiller and Dodgeball because his Yo, character in Dodgeball is yeah. just so funny. Oh gosh, <clears throat> what do you got? I don't know. You know what? How about Keanu Reeves? Um, From what? John Wick. Gosh. What? Yes. No, because you would be people would be after you. Yeah, but I know why I'd survive because I have John <laughs> no, Wick you on know my John team. John Wick would survive. You don't know if you. I was like John Wick. I'm over here in a crate. Come help me. At some point, he would cut his losses. He'd be like, all right, I got, I got six more people. No, listen, bro. We got a whole week of this, bro. Come on now. Don't cut it short now. Who else would I be? That's funny. Petey Jones from Remember the Titans, <laughs> the running back, y'all. <laughs> uh, all right, last question. This is a pretty interesting. I don't question. think before I speak. No, you don't. Uh, do you think it's okay for Christians to watch Queer Eye? <clears throat> do you know what Queer Eye is? I know exactly what Queer Eye <clears throat> is. Queer Eye is a show. For those of you who don't know, Queer Eye is a show on Netflix, right? I believe it's a Netflix yeah, yeah. original. Yeah, it's, it's a Netflix show. Uh, and it, there used to be like an old Queer Eye show. I don't, I don't know oh, if word? it comes out like back in the day. Uh, I don't know if it comes straight out of that or I don't know, you know, if it was like created out of it or spun out of it. But uh, yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. So Queer Eye came out in 2003 because it was on the Bravo Network. Um, originally called Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. So it was kind of, it was like the same premise of what they do on the show now. Um the premise relies on stereotypes of gay or queer men 
experts in fashion, style, personal grooming, etc., and doing a makeover of the show <coughs> for a usually straight man. That's where it came, that's why it became Queer Eye for the straight guy. That was the name of it. But now it's just Queer Eye for like. Well, now it's just Queer Eye for whatever. Exactly. Um, <coughs> I said you can be straight, gay, whatever. And that's the whole gonna, thing. They gonna help uh, you out. So they literally like they spot like Queer Eye for the straight girl, Queer Eye, yada yada yada. Like they they had a bunch of like little spinoffs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the series revived in 2018 when a Netflix reboot gave it the first season. So the first season of Netflix is Queer Eye. So it came out last year. That's the first season. Of there's, a, there's another season coming out though, right? I think this year. Yeah, there's another one coming out. Um, Mark. Oh, it already came out March fifteenth, two thousand nineteen. Okay. So like I said, the the main the main premise is four queer five homosexual or yeah five sorry five queer slash homosexual right, men will use their fashion, use their personal grooming, use their experience in that world to then help people who are straight or LGBTQ plus whatever in certain areas of their life. Like the first episode I saw oh, was it they were helping a guy uh, whose wife had passed and so he was trying to get out and meet new people or whatever but he just didn't know how to dress and he's kind of older uh, heavier set gentleman and so he didn't know how to like you know dress the part he always looked really ragged or looked really like rough and so they helped him with like hey you have this skin condition so you shouldn't really wear like bright reds or pinks you shouldn't wear that color because then it, your skin looks like yeah that color and it looks like it's going to explode you want to stay away from these vibrant reds to whatever you want to stay in the in the blues or in the dark gray you don't want to go to red orange yellow because then just everyone looks at your skin first mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they give them advice on that they give them advice on like dating and talking and stuff like that personal grooming how to fix your hair Excuse me, stuff like that. So, oh my nose. So, so the question is, laughing we did earlier. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so us the up. question is, do you think it's okay for Christians to watch Queer Eye? So, what do you I'm, say? I would say yes. Why? And <clears throat> because me, obviously, as it, a obviously, it depends on a personal. Yeah, yeah. You know, it depends on you, like you know your level of conviction, how exactly. all that stuff. Exactly. For me, I don't see an issue with it because as Christians, I feel like we, in that area, in that uh-huh. homosexuality area, we are called to hate the sin but love the sinner. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I try and do. Yeah, I don't like the fact that you are, you know, you know, whatever you identify LGBT as, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to love on you because... And I'm going to respect you. <clears throat> because that's what I have been called to do as a Christian, as a follower of God. I am called to love on you regardless. So, as far as watching the show, I mean, they're literally helping people out. People who have been through things, people who have maybe lost things. And, yeah, it's not help in the form that you would like it to be in, but it's help. Nonetheless, these guys are reaching out to people who might not have anybody else that have reached out to them, period. Straight up. And 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 that's the case for a lot of them. And at that point, I don't care who it is. It could be someone who is as strong. It could be like Stephen Furtick. Yeah. Or Louis Giglio. Yeah. Or it could be five gay dudes. Yeah. Like, they're getting help. Yeah. The help that they need to get yeah. over what they lost, to get over something in their life. Yeah. Like, I was watching, um, I saw a clip, and I didn't even know this was Queer Eye, but I was on Twitter, and like, you know, I get a lot of Paramore stuff in my feed, because, you know, <laughs> go Paramore. And so one of the girls on the show, or this upcoming, or the season that just came out, yeah. 
was like, you know, oh my gosh, I love Paramore, and she's black, and people would always make fun of her, call her Oreo. I've been called yeah. Oreo countless times, yeah. like countless times, by some people. <clears throat> but some I learned, people. I learned to just embrace it, cause yeah. yeah, the things that I like, you could say that they're for white people, but that shoot, aren't I don't care. Typically, with a certain culture, that doesn't mean yeah. Like Paramore is my favorite band. I don't care what you got to say about it. I'm gonna be jamming out to Haley Williams in my car with the windows down on full blast, and you're gonna hear hard times over and over and over again <laughs> because that's my jam. Like I don't care about your feelings. You can call that's me whatever you want. I'm listening to that junk. So, so when I heard that, I was like, oh snap! Like I ain't the only one out there with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But for me, I just you know got over it. I was like, whatever, you can call me whatever. I'm my own person. God loves me. Forget you. Yeah. And for her, <laughs> and for her, maybe it's not that way. Exactly. And so the fact that five gay guys are going out there to help her get over whatever she's got to get over, mm-hmm. somebody's helping her. These guys, I don't even care. I don't care what they're helping people. They're doing more things for other people than Christians do nowadays. I was about to say And I was like, that. I was they like, out there doing the things it. that we've been called to do. Help people out. Get you know we've been called to do that as Christians. We are called to love on love on people, and the fact that these guys <laughs> are out here doing the things that we've been like, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. I, there's no way I can hate on that. Yeah, at all. I'm in the, I'm in the same boat. I I think, <clears throat> of course, I I think it all depends on your background and how, your upbringing because. There are certain situations where, like, people are like, "No, I'm staying away from that 100." percent Yeah. Because I don't want to be tempted, or I don't want to <laughs> yada yada yada. Because it's wrong, whatever. And then people often then grow up and realize, "Oh wait, the, the like life life happens. The the world is real. Mm-hmm. It's not whatever. It's not the way you saw behind your like cultural bias glasses growing up. Like, regardless of what your your belief about it is or whatever, it's here." It's a thing. It exists. It ain't going nowhere. It, you know, it's not, you, you can't wish it away. You, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. can't like, oh, no, 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 it's not real. If I close my eyes and sing, it's not real. It's not and real. And click my heels three times, it's going away. I'll be in you know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? That's not the case. And so, to me, I, I basically, I echo what you said. Like, listen, if it's not for you, you don't have to watch it. At the end of the day, the reason why it's on stuff like this, like Netflix, is so that, one, definitely more people are going to watch it because it's on Netflix, but two... You don't have to watch it. Yeah, you ain't got to click right? on it. And so, ultimately, one, it's your choice. Number two, I th- do Do I think Christian should watch it? I think you should watch a couple episodes and realize what it can do to help people. Yeah. And realize what are some things you can do to help people. I might learn something about fashion. because Yeah, because if... Straight up. If they're willing to do that for someone they've never met who has a hard time in life or whatever and like went through a divorce or a breakup or a death in the family or whatever... And you can't go talk to your neighbor next door. Mm-hmm. They, then there's a problem. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Then there's a problem. Yeah. Maybe you should be watching Queer Eye mm-hmm. to understand what they really do, and not just be like, oh, the name of it's Queer Eye. So yeah, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. there's some people who are like that, and I'm like, that's unfortunate for you because you're honestly cutting yourself off of tactics. You're cutting yourself off from good things that you can watch because. If you just see the Tyler Queer Eye, you're like, you don't know, you don't know what it's about. And the people are like, oh, I don't watch it. I'm get these people out of cut, whatever. But if you watch it and realize like that's good, like what they're doing is good, and it's something you can, you know, view and ingest and basically break down and think about. I'd rather watch that than, you know, State of the Union address. Honestly, <laughs> no, I'm not even trying to find <laughs> shots. But I'd rather watch that than someone walk out of a house. No collusion. 
No, you know what I'm saying? Like I'd yeah. rather watch something good and worthwhile my time of investing into people and helping people mm-hmm. than watching the news about, oh, we're all gonna fall apart, we're all like breaking you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like I don't like I've got better stuff to do with my time. Yeah. Like than, watching people be positive. Yeah, I'd rather watch people be positive regardless of their sexual orientation. Yeah. Than be like, oh, those two Christians are arguing and fighting. Like, nah. I ain't got time for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't have time to be arguing about that or to be like, whoa, they're damaging. Listen, if you have, if those are your own convictions or whatever, and you don't think you can watch it, you don't have to. No one's forcing you. But in a generation where fear of missing out is a real thing, you got to deal with that yourself. Yo, FOMO is real, dog. The fear of missing out is like a big thing in this generation. Yeah. A huge thing. Especially in the last couple of years. FOMO. Yeah. And so everything you're like, oh my gosh, all my friends. Like the same, the same thing with 13 Reasons Why. You could apply this to 13 Reasons Why. Um, should Christians watch 13 Reasons Why? Uh, all my friends are. And I don't know if like, uh, we'll, they're going to be talking about it the next day. I, I don't feel comfortable. If you don't feel comfortable, then don't watch it. If you have a fear of missing out, then you got to deal with that on your own. That's something completely different. Yeah. Don't compromise your values and what you believe in and how you feel and how you can interact with other people just to be friends nah fam that ain't how i live mm-hmm. maybe that's just different though it's just how we grew up it's different than other people uh, i tell my wife all the time i don't give a rat's flying patootie <laughs> keep a g <laughs> i don't give a rat's behind what anybody else thinks about me yeah and if i'm doing something like oh well why is he doing i don't care what you have to say mm-hmm. if i'm doing something and it's for the benefit of me and my wife and you know my faith or whatever then i'm doing it end of story it's not like oh my god what is i can't believe it can i help you (laughs) can i help you (laughs) you got something to say you you say with your chest it's not even and it's not even in that like type of like yo i'll square up on you it's like like i ain't got time to be worried about what other people have to say yeah when i've got something or the lord has got something for me to do and Mm -hmm. a plan for me to do and whatever i need to do accomplish yeah why would i focus on the negative aspects of life and the negative aspects of what people have to say, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Versus real. So we say all that to say, do you think it's okay for Christians to watch Queer Eye? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Because they out there doing some things that because us Christians ain't doing. You can, because Christians, the majority of some things, we're like, oh, do you think it's okay to do it? There are redeeming qualities in many things yeah. that you may have grown up thinking, oh, you can't touch that. That is from the devil. You're mm-hmm. not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because there are some super conservative Christians. Uh, shout out to Good Christian Fun Podcast that I listen to. Hilarious. Where they talk about like, you know, growing up, they weren't allowed to listen to this type of music. They weren't allowed to listen to pop music. You can only read this. You couldn't watch these type of, like you, you grow up in these bubbles and then you grow up and you're like, holy crap, this is not what the world is like. <clears throat> and it's oftentimes that those, those people fall away from the faith is because they were so sheltered mm-hmm. or so like, no, we're not letting you know, no, you know what I'm saying? And so. But wasn't it Jesus who like oftentimes went into those places? See, and, but then people don't read their Bibles though. He went into those places where there was, you know, that kind of stuff going on and like was talking with those people. So it's not like you just gotta. They don't read them. Bibles. Cut yourself off from those people and say I don't want nothing to do with you. But that's what we often that's we, what we often do as Christians. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We're we're called to go out and love on those people. And I mean, um, I think Andy and one of Andy Minio's songs, he said something about how, um, he's you know talked with people who are like strippers and all that stuff. He's talked to those kind of exactly. people just to see like you know one of my what's favorite rappers. 
is gay. Jay Gibbons. Like it does, you know what I'm saying? Or, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't Kevon, bother my Christianity. Kev on stage has a, oh, his, yeah, his podcast. Yeah, he has a podcast Shout with this dude can. who they bring on like he's like ask a drug dealer, you know? Yeah. And they talk to a person who yeah. deals drugs yeah. like right there. It's not like so. It's, it's like you know, as a Christian, yeah, you don't want to get caught up in that stuff. Yeah. But you won't. You don't want to be to the point where like you don't love on those people who are in those situations. But you know your strength of your faith. Yeah. If you're walking with God like you're supposed to, you know the strength of yeah. your faith. You know what's uh you know a hindrance or you know what's uh 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 what what do we say earlier? You know that what's like uh like a struggle to you or you know what's like your conviction. Your level of conviction. And so you know that, you should know that. Mm-hmm. And then you address your life accordingly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, you don't go to the line to see how far you can get. You no. adjust your life accordingly. Like yeah. I said earlier, but a lot of people feel like Jesus hang, hung out with Prostitutes, sinners, tax collectors. Tax collectors, yeah. She, he hung out with, if he hung out today with some of the same, y'all would be like, not my Jesus. Like, like, y'all wouldn't understand. He didn't hang out with the Pharisees. He didn't hang out with the people with the religious robes on. Yeah. He wasn't out here with pastors. It wasn't him, Francis Chan and Matt Chan or like yeah. fist bump, but he was out like talking to girls in the corner. Yeah. Talking, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you got to realize like, if you if that's the dude you're supposed to be idolizing and following and listening to, that doesn't mean to do the exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> like in my head, I'm like, how do you get <laughs> shelter myself from those people no. from literally the Jesus you read about in the Bible? No. How do people get to this point? I it, it I, may to the point where there are people who are not I don't who are doing things that are, you know, the Bible says are not, you know, holy. We're not supposed to do yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. People who are doing that. Are still going out and helping people? Are still going out to those places that you don't want to go to because I don't want I'm sheltering myself. I'm cutting off me and my family from that kind of stuff. We don't watch that. We don't talk about that. People who are doing that are going out into the world, into the places where those where that stuff exists, and helping people out. Yes, lost because people. Because that's lost what we are called people. to do. Lost people help people too. It's crazy how so, people who who are you know not against it, but who you know we don't necessarily agree with sometimes. Are the ones who are going out and doing the things that the Bible calls us to do, like that's that's crazy to me. And it's like normal to them. Yeah, it's normal. They, I help people out on the daily. They ain't even gonna say nothing. They'll just do it. And that's the thing. And then we out here like, but you out there on the on the street corner with them. <laughs> I don't wanna. I, I gotta read my Bible at nine thirty every day. <laughs> nine thirty. So we wanna, say all that to say, man, we th- dude, yes, it's crazy. we think it's okay for Christians to watch Queer Eye. In fact, I would implore Christians. To watch an episode or two and actually understand what they're doing with the show. Yeah, you Not, said you said it's pretty funny. Yeah, oh my gosh, it's hilarious! <laughs> it's hilarious because they feed into all those stereotypes. Yeah, Jonathan, like they yes. feed into those stereotypes. So it's funny to watch. It's not like oh my gosh, my moral core is being corrupt, fam. Like I said, I got better stuff to worry <laughs> yeah. about than what you. Th- you know what I'm saying? So I think you. Sh- I think it's fine to watch. I think we think we both like we think you you. Listener should probably watch an episode or two to understand what it is, and then if it's not for you, it's not for you. But you can take some good away from it. Yeah. Take some lessons away from it. Mm-hmm. Wayne, sign off for us for today. Signing off for this episode. It's your boy Wayne the Hattrick, Wizzy Webb, that is David Johnson, and we are Entertainment Exchange. We love y'all. Keep rocking with us, because we're going to be out here with this conviction. Goodbye.